You're listening to Bloom in Tech with David Bloom. This podcast sponsored by Fabric Media in Venice, California. Hey everybody, it's David Bloom at Bloom in Tech. I am here today. It is the launch day for millions and millions of new Apple phones to be sold. Last week, California was kind of the place to be if you were into mobile on one end of the state. Up at uh, Cupertino, Apple was rolling out its announcement of its three new iPhones and the Apple Watch, which is an increasingly connected device. And on this end of the state, in Los Angeles, where I live, they had the Mobile World Congress Americas Conference. It's the Western Hemisphere version of what's the largest mobile uh, convention of the year held in Barcelona. And now they've branched out, and they're having it here as well. Went on for three days, took over the L.A. Convention Center, brought in companies from all over the world, including three of the big providers here, not Apple and not AT&T, but uh, T-Mobile. Sprint and Verizon, as well as Samsung and a bunch of other makers, and a lot of uh, smaller companies from all over making all kinds of gizmos and gadgets and case protectors and all kinds of things. What was interesting, I think, last week as I was swimming in the the mobile universe was uh, sort of the big trends that are hitting right now. One of them, obvious in today's sales of the new iPhones, um, one of which comes with the name Max is the the overall trend. It's been building for a couple of years for bigger phones, and now they're much more capable phones, not just with big, beautiful screens, but with lots of horsepower under the hood. Samsung last month rolled out the Note 9, and that was actually pitched as a gamer phone in a lot of ways. They cut a deal with Fortnite and Epic Games to have an exclusive release on Android just for uh, Fortnite there and uh, even gave away some of the virtual currency and, a, and a, a skin to make a case that the Note 9 is a gamer phone. It even comes with a cooling system as, long, as well as up to one terabyte of space and uh, really sophisticated uh, capabilities. There's a whole new uh, universe of these gamer-friendly high-end phones. And obviously the... Apple phones have those same kinds of capabilities and a hugely uh, thriving uh, ecosystem for the game space and mobile there, uh, unlike what's really the, the case between Windows and the Mac OS, where uh, Windows completely dominates that space and Apple gets what's left over usually. It's kind of fun also to see some of what was on display in the 5G space, because that was the big pitch throughout the uh, Mobile World Congress Americas. They had uh, all kinds of boosts, including, again, from the big three providers here in, in uh, the United States, touting the benefits of 5G, what it can do to transform a lot of different things. Verizon's booth had, among other things, a display by a company called Liquid Sky and another one by one of Verizon's own units called Environment, though they take out a bunch of the letters in the word environment. Liquid Sky focuses on creating cloud-based gaming that you can pipe through your phone and even put it up on, as they did, a decent screen, large screen, so that it doesn't even matter what the the horsepower under the hood is. Most of the work's being done up in the cloud. They were showing off Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which had come out a couple of days earlier. They put it on their servers up in uh, their headquarters, and they were streaming it through the 5G network, and, and it was playing beautifully in a very liquid fashion completely independent of the limitations of the phone itself. 
And actually, it was a 4G phone. It wasn't through the 5G network, but they were able to run that through there and, and do some amazing stuff. That's one way that uh, not just gaming, but a lot of other functionality uh, in these phones um, at a high end becomes a whole new opportunity. I think one of the most interesting questions of the week last week came from Business Insider, where Matt Weinberger suggested that there's a lot more reasons these days to spend $1,000 on an Apple iPhone than an Apple laptop. Uh, he's right. Uh, when, at least when you're talking about those low-end laptops that Apple sells around 1000 bucks, they've been largely languishing without new processors. Meanwhile, we've got these spiffy new fantastic phones that are about the same price, and more importantly, you can stick in your pocket and do increasingly nearly everything you can do on those low-end laptops. It's a really interesting question, and it shows where we're going as we move into a mobile-first, mobile-only uh, universe where high-speed networks and incredibly capable supercomputers in our pockets transform our experiences and where we're headed. I'm really interested to see what creators do. I mentioned environment. What they do is a lot of uh, augmented reality, uh, virtual reality work. The new networks that are coming in with 5G are going to be wonderful in terms of empowering really powerful augmented reality, mixed reality experiences that will have a lot of will be be really wonderful to see how those play out. Verizon, which has chosen now not to be buying up a Hollywood studio, unlike AT&T, is, however, uh, looking very much at some of these, these extended experiences as a way to um, drive more usage of the phones, sell more data, make more sticky experiences. In New York, they have both the two companies they had on display and a bunch of others in a, um, a cluster of, of operations in a co-working space in Manhattan. They told me uh, last week that um, they'll be creating similar clusters in Playa Vista here in L.A., uh, which is over on the west side, uh, very close to where I am right now, and uh, Palo Alto and other strategic neighborhoods around the country and beyond to help nurture some of these 5G companies that are doing cool stuff. I think this is going to be the next really compelling universe of technological opportunity. I'll be fascinated to see how it plays out. I really look forward to seeing what creative minds who are not just technically proficient, but who are now unbound by the limitations of technology, the same way that we saw YouTube take off and Uber and everything else take off as we got new kinds of functionality in other areas of technology. You know, uh, a fine example is what happened to Netflix. It started out, they sent you DVDs that you ordered online. And the reason why Reed Hastings did that was because that's what the Internet could handle back then. He couldn't send video on a very slow uh, 9600 baud network. But he could move, you know, move around your DVDs and get them stacked up and ordered and prioritized for you, make sure that you were able to find the films you wanted to watch. When they finally got enough bandwidth in the network, Boom, they started streaming, and Netflix became a beast. Well, what's going to be the mobile equivalent of the Netflix transformation in the 5G era? I think that's going to be a fun thing to watch. Anyway, this is David Bloom for Bloom in Tech, over and out. You've been listening to Bloom in Tech. I am your host, David Bloom. Thanks so much. And our podcast has been sponsored in this episode by Fabric Media in Venice, California. Take care, everyone.